This is Garrison Hardy with your Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. Happy Reformation Day, everyone. Elevate your cultural and political conversations with Cross Politics Pub memberships. Join our passionate community of thinkers, debaters, and action takers. Gain exclusive access to premium content, live events, and engaging discussions on faith, politics, and culture. Become a Cross Politic Pub member today. For more information, head on over to FightLaughFeast.com to join our rowdy pub. That's FightLaughFeast.com. Now, we start off with world news. As Iranian proxies continue attacks against U.S. troops in the Middle East following U.S. strikes. Iranian proxy forces have continued conducting attacks against U.S. troops in Syria and Iraq following last week's U.S. strikes against two facilities linked to Iranian forces in Syria. From October 17th to October 30th, U.S. and coalition forces have been attacked at least 14 times at Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq and nine times in the Tomt garrison in Syria via a mix of one-way attack drones and rockets for a total of 23 attacks to date. This according to a senior defense official, who told reporters on Monday the total demonstrated an increase from the late last week. Quote, many of these attacks were successfully disrupted by our military, the official said. Most failed to reach their targets thanks to our robust defenses, end quote. The U.S. military in eastern Syria targeted two facilities used by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps last Thursday. The president has no higher priority than the safety of U.S. personnel, and he directed today's action to make clear that the United States will not tolerate such attacks and will defend itself, its personnel, and its interests. This was Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin who said that in a statement. One of the facilities the U.S. targeted was a weapons storage area, while the other was an ammunition storage area, according to that senior military official. 21 U.S. service members were injured, albeit not severely, at the two air bases between October 17th and October 18th. A U.S. contractor died after suffering cardiac arrest when an early warning system detected another possible threat, leading to people scrambling for shelter. U.S. leaders, President Joe Biden included, have urged Iran not to escalate or involve itself with Israel's war with Hamas. Hamas, which is a U.S.-designated Iran-supported terrorist organization based in Gaza, carried out an unprecedented attack on October 7th that killed roughly 1,400 people, the vast majority of whom were civilians. The carnage included families being butchered, civilians burned alive, torture, sexual violence, and more. Iran has forcefully spoken out against Israel's military response in Gaza, threatening to get involved in the conflict. The Iranian foreign minister spoke in New York at the United Nations last week, where he warned the U.S. of uncontrollable consequences regarding its support for Israel. Biden has reinforced the country's presence in the Middle East to attempt to deter Iranian aggression, though the continued attacks indicate that their bolstered presence may not be having the impact the president had hoped. Elsewhere in Russia, a lynch mob storms airport in Russia searching for Jews arriving from Tel Aviv. There was some scary news coming out of Dagestan, Russia right now. There was reports that have described a lynch mob storming the airport in Dagestan and chanting Allahu Akbar, waving Palestinian flags and looking for Jews who they believed had arrived on a plane from Tel Aviv, Israel. 
Dagestan is a Muslim area. There were also reports that the mob stopped police cars in front searching for Jews, as well as a bus full of children that they assumed were Israeli children. In videos shared on X, you can see them storm the terminal and even make their way out onto the tarmac and demanded to know if any Jews were on planes on the tarmac. The airport employee in the vest and green hat said that there were no passengers on that plane. The mob started grilling people as to whether they were Jews and asking for passports. A poor gentleman in one of the videos insisted he wasn't Jewish, but that he was Uzbek. But they didn't believe him and demanded that he show his passport. They even asked for his phone. They also allegedly looked for Jews in cars around the airport, as the footage allegedly shows them trying to flip a police car that dared to get in the way. According to Ria Novesti, the Ministry of Internal Affairs is warning the mob that they are on video, that order will be established, and they will be identified and face criminal liability. The Jerusalem Post said that the plane that they were looking for was diverted to another airport, but the rioters went there as well. According to N12, the pilots were warned of the mob and rerouted the plane to land at a nearby airport. The rioters reached that one as well. The flight staff ordered the locking of all aircraft exits while security forces closed the area off. Russian aviation authorities said all aircraft were diverted to other airports. A security source said that a small number of Israelis and Jews were secured in the airport and they were set to be evacuated to Moscow at the earliest convenience. This is happening as anti-Semitism is on the rise in Russia as evidenced by a Jewish cultural center that was set on fire in the neighboring republic of Nalchik and graffitied with the inscription, quote, death to the Jews. Elsewhere, Czech defense minister calls for country to leave UN for cheering Hamas terrorists. Czech defense minister Jana Chernokova has called for her country to leave the United Nations in response to the international body's failure to condemn Hamas terrorists for the slaughter of civilians in Israel on October 7th. This week, the United Nations General Assembly overwhelmingly voted to demand a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas as Jerusalem was preparing for its invasion of Gaza to root out Islamist terror organization. Just 14 nations opposed the measure, including Austria, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Fiji, Guatemala, Hungary, Israel, the Marshall Islands, Micronesia, Nauru, Papua New Guinea, Paraguay, Tonga, and the United States. Meanwhile, multiple attempts from the United States and others to pass a resolution to condemn the Hamas attacks were thwarted at the UN by China and Russia, who used their veto power as permanent members of the Security Council to block the condemnation of the terrorist group. Responding to the apparent anti-Israel bias at the UN on Saturday, Czech Defense Minister Jana Chernikova said, quote, In my opinion, the Czech Republic has no place in an organization that cheers on terrorists and does not respect the fundamental right to self-defense, declaring, let's get out. Exactly three weeks ago, Hamas murdered over 1,400 Israelis, more victims for their population than the militant Islamist organization Al-Qaeda, murdered in the U.S. on 9-11. And only 14 countries, including ours, have spoken out clearly and understandably against the unprecedented terrorist attack perpetrated by Hamas terrorists. I'm ashamed of the UN, Chernikova continued. The Czech defense minister doubled down on her condemnation of the United Nations on Sunday, writing that the presence of hostile nations such as Iran and Russia, as well as states which violate human rights such as Afghanistan, North Korea, and Syria, undermines the UN charter and therefore the very purpose of the institution itself. 
with China and Russia having a veto over expelling any nation from the international body. The process is meaningless, Chernikova argued. Quote, what is the use of an organization that cannot use even the few principles and possibilities it has and cannot apply them without the consent of the dictators, she questioned. The conservative politician said that in the U.N. is incapable of making reforms to be able to condemn terrorists or expel rogue nations, it has lost its role as peacekeeper. Therefore, she said, the world needs a new international organization based upon modern principles, such as the elimination of veto powers granted to dictatorships and the end of sponsoring terrorists. The Czech defense chief concluded by saying that she had often wondered about how the world refused to believe the horrors committed in concentration camps by Nazi Germany during World War II, but said that perhaps it wasn't the case at all, saying that rather than refusing to believe the atrocities, a part of society apparently wanted to get rid of the Jews. Quote, anti-Semitism has spread deeply throughout the world, including the United Nations. They trust terrorists, but they don't trust the country that has been protecting our Western civilization's ass for many years in the Middle East. Absurd world, she concluded. Elsewhere. California's gun ban allowed to continue by appeals court. A U.S. appeals court has allowed California's ban on certain types of semi-automatic rifles, so-called assault weapons, to remain in effect, reversing an earlier lower court decision to stay the law. Semi-automatic rifles have been restricted in the state since 1989, with the law updated multiple times to keep the ban in effect. On October 19th, U.S. District Judge Roger Benitez in San Diego ruled that the ban was in violation of Second Amendment rights and issued an injunction that blocked its enforcement in the state. An appeal against the ruling was filed by California Attorney General Rob Bonta. On October 28th, a panel of three judges from the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals blocked the injunction issued by Benitez, therefore allowing the weapons ban to take effect in the state. By a two-to-one majority, the Ninth Circuit panel stayed the judge's order citing full appeals court finding in a similar case that the attorney general was likely to succeed on the merits and had showed that California would be irreparably harmed absent a stay. Mr. Bonta, a Democrat who called Judge Benitez's decision dangerous and misguided, welcomed the October 28th Ninth Circuit order. Quote, weapons of war do not belong on our streets, Mr. Bonta said, pointing to the mass shooting on October 25th in Lewiston, Maine, that claimed 18 lives and left 13 people wounded. In 1989, California became the first U.S. state to ban semi-automatic rifles, acting in the wake of a school shooting that killed five children, then toughened the law the following year. Since then, California has restricted the manufacture, distribution, transportation, importation, sale, or possession of firearms that qualify under the law as assault weapons. Judge Benitez declared the same law unconstitutional in 2021, but the San Francisco-based Ninth U.S. Circuit last year vacated his order and directed him to review the matter further. Judge Benitez in September also ruled California's ban on high-capacity ammunition magazines unconstitutional, but the Ninth Circuit subsequently allowed the statute to remain in effect while the state appeals. In a post on Facebook, nonprofit Civil Rights Advocate Firearms Policy Coalition, or the FPC, stated that even though the Ninth Circuit has temporarily blocked our district court victory, the good news is that the state's appeal has been expedited and is likely that the merits panel, which hears the appeal, will be made up of different judges. Once all briefs are filed, it is possible that the merits panel may order additional oral arguments, the group stated in the Post. In the October 19th ruling, Judge Benitez wrote that the U.S. Constitution made it clear that Americans have the right to decide what firearms they use for self-defense. 
He pointed out that the banned rifles use the same ammunition, perform the same functions, and fire at the same rate as rifles that haven't been prohibited. The legislators selected which firearms to ban based on how the guns looked, he wrote. Falling back on an old recycled justification, the state says that its ban should stand because a person can have as many other rifles, shotguns, and pistols as one wants, Judge Benitez wrote in the ruling. However, it is not the way American constitutional rights work. It is not permissible for a state to ban some books simply because there are other books to read. In their normal configurations, the so-called assault weapons are modern firearms commonly owned by law-abiding citizens for lawful purposes across the nation. California Governor Gavin Newsom, a Democrat, had criticized Judge Benitez's ruling, insisting that the judge is hell-bent on making it more dangerous for our kids to go to school, for families to go to the mall, or to attend a place of worship, according to an October 19th statement. The Ninth Circuit's ruling to allow California's weapon ban to remain in effect comes as the Biden administration is pushing for stronger gun control regulations. Following the mass shooting in Maine that killed 18 people, President Biden said on an October 26 statement that while his administration has made progress on gun safety, such measures are simply not enough. And that is your news for today. This has been your Cross Politic Daily News Brief. If you like the show, go ahead and hit that share button for me down below. You want to sign up for a pub membership, a magazine subscription, or tickets to our next conference in Dallas, Fort Worth, head on over to FightLabFeast.com. And as always, if you want to send me a news story, if you want to ask about our conference next year, or if you want to become a corporate partner of Cross Politic, email me at Garrison at FightLabFeast.com. For Cross Politic News, I'm Garrison Hardy. Have a great rest of your day. Lord bless. Happy Reformation Day.